Namaste and the Ukraine scene has completely shifted to the United States after that fantastic explanation by Kamala Harris. And I'm still reeling under the impact. I'm not sure whether Sri Vibhuti Jha is also reeling under it. Uh, let's discuss the Ukraine situation as it is happening in the U.S. as well. Uh, of course, what is happening in Ukraine is also relevant somewhat as far as the U.S. is concerned. Uh, let's uh, start our discussion and uh, please subscribe, like, and please go to the description, follow, and support. Namaste and I welcome Vibhuti Jha and I have some grim news. Uh, Abhijit has had to leave Delhi for Madras due to a family emergency. And so Vibhuti Ji shall be holding the fort and I am sure there is nobody better than, to def- than him to defend our dear Kamla Ji. Uh, so, sir, uh, in Kamla Ji's words, uh, can you explain what exactly is the Ukraine problem? And thank you very much. Uh, I sincerely hope everything is fine with uh, our dear Abhijit Ayer Mitra, which uh, I was reading the comments of some of the people that he's a CIA agent, he is a KGB agent. Uh, and there was one person who said, Love Abhijit. So, you know, there are very, he inspires people to make comments. And in that spirit, I hope everything is fine with Abhijit's family and whatever he had to do. So, Kamalaji's statement was something, you know, you are really under the impact. I can't stop laughing yet. But she proves. Please repeat, please repeat. I think our, our audience deserves it. Deserves to listen to it. So, uh, do you want me to play it? Let me let me check with the desk whether they can play it again. They if they play it, that if they can play it, that would be great. But it proves a very important point, and that well, 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 he says he's not able to play it. Okay, so um, uh, you can recount it. Uh, you know, yeah, there's something like Ukraine is in Europe, Russia is also in Europe. They are neighbors, and Russia attacked Ukraine. That's no, Russia is the bigger neighbor. Yes, ha, bigger neighbor, bigger neighbor. So it's a, it proves a very important. A bigger point. neighbor attacks small neighbor, and it is not good. It doesn't square up with the hour something That's something. Right. Yes, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so the so, point here is very important. I think it's the best explanation that uh, a kindergarten kid can give. Exactly. Uh, exactly. If he's asked what about Ukraine, so uh, uh, congratulations to you that in the United States we have such wonderfully vibrant and uh, full of intellect people like uh, Kamala Harris. And of course, you always have the Joe Biden, the sleepy Joe, who doesn't know the difference between Ukraine and Iran. So that's also great. Uh, I think you're no. having a great time. <laughs> there was a tweet, very nice tweet, actually. He thought U- UK plus Iran became <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> so, But it is important. This is something which the rest of the world doesn't know. In India, we know a lot more about happenings. In America, what is interesting is that there was a joke. 
that there are so many experts right now that people have been told first identify where is Ukraine on the map, then give your expert opinion. So in America, what happens is that every little town is a country in itself. I don't have to go anywhere else. Even tiny towns with 20,000, 30,000 people, they are quite self-sufficient. They don't need to go to a hundred mile out to do some shopping. Shokiyam is Alabad. But a lot of people do not know the world. A lot of Americans don't have passports yet. They don't have passport as it is must be in many parts of the world. But for us to believe that Americans know everything is our fault. Okay. Right. Quite, quite right. Uh, I remember uh, it's, it's quite some while back. I think uh, I'm talking of uh, <clears throat> probably 1980, 84. I was transiting and uh, I was transiting without visa through United States and uh, I was uh, given to the care of tender cares of Wells Fargo while I was in transit. And the gentleman who was escorting me, he asked me, where is India? I was really gratified. I have been asked this question when I came here in 91, sir. Uh, India is the same country which is next to Bangladesh and between Pakistan. I said, no, they are alongside India. <laughs> it is, it is. It's, ignorance is very, good, very powerful. <laughs> so, uh, I think if they were to, uh, some of these Americans were to be dropped into a village of Bihar or UP and uh, the locals there, the villagers there, they teach them the nuances of politics. I think these guys would be bowled over. They generally are bowled over, particularly when you explain to them the nuances of Indian politics, the way we are, they have no idea. So think about it like this. This is last year when the famous uh, swastik thing took place. Uh, Chinese, Americans, Jews, they all confessed on a Zoom call, which is on record sometime, somewhere. They, we did not have any idea that this was such an important symbol for you, including a guy called Kevin Thomas, uh, Malayali, who also said, who was, a, who was one of the signatories to the bill, who admitted, oh, I did not know that it was so important for you. He was taken to task for that, actually. But be that as it may. Uh, being a Kerala uh, guy and attending. Uh, How can you expect them to know about Swastik, which actually depicts the movement of the cosmos and they don't have the idea right. of the exactly. world? <laughs> they don't know where is Ukraine. That's Ukraine right. is a small country in Europe yeah. and Russia That's is right. a big country in Europe. They have no idea. So the, uh, Anyway, that, that, that was a little laughing matter. But now yes. let's come to this serious business of discussing mm -hmm. this Ukraine and this uh, threat of the Third World War, which has just been uh, told to us. I, I read about it, uh, Putin talking about it and saying that NATO is complicating matters. And uh, I think uh, the whole Ukraine thing is about NATO complicating matters. What do you say? It is. I mean, if you remember two weeks ago, I had mentioned that this is a classic European melodrama playing out when they draw their boundaries within the European continent and they make it as a global war scenario, global concern for everybody. So think about it like this. It's a very important thing to bear in mind. And before I talk to about Ukraine, you think about it like this, the world is governed by two very 
principal institutions, and principal I mean to say large ones, not principled, is like NATO. Who is NATO? It's a white man country club. You know, that, you know, it is, it is, it is, I won't say it is a white supremacy thing, but it is a white man's club, NATO, where all the 40 countries or 30 and whatever, you attack one and everybody is attacked. That's a dictum. It's basically a threat mechanism to the whole world that you can't do that. The second one is OIC, who don't even hide their identity. They say, I am organization of Islamic countries. Think about it. These are the people who are driving the game. And in the NATO scenario, NATO is playing the game for sure. Because two things have happened in the 21st century as we know it, that the focus of the world has shifted from Europe out. It is India, China, two largest supermarkets of the world where everybody wants to do business with. But they need to control it because both these countries are quite independent-minded. So they need to control that. How do you control them then? You have to either directly confront them or nudge them into doing something. So here is a, a one step back. Biden's becoming president is analogous to somewhere along the line, our Honorable Manmohan Singh Ji becoming prime minister. Think about it like this. Everybody, you know it, I know it, the world knows it. Under, under Prime Minister Manmohan Singh, the real power was somewhere else. And everybody was running their own little fiefdom, whether in finance ministry or contract awards or whatever. We know that. That's what has happened with Biden coming to power. He's not running the show, in my opinion. People may like or may not like it. The people, the, the establishment that is famously known as, they have gotten into full swing. So what is United States doing? It's nudging the three bigger powers, China with Taiwan arming up, Cause justified or not, I'm not going into that. India, by leaving billion dollar worth of weapons in Afghanistan, do you think that was accident? And nudging Russia through Ukraine. Now, this is very important to bear in mind. All along, people have been talking that Russia is the superpower that can match United States in nuclear technology and nuclear weaponry. And nobody can fight. So how do you bring down a, a, a big enemy? You let out certain a country like Ukraine, where a supposedly comedian is a prime minister, president, nudge him into doing something, promise him a reward. And in the process, what happens is Russia gets impatient. As the famous saying goes, the smartest of people make dumb mistakes. There will always be uh, an argument about did Russia need to do the kind of thing they invaded. You can't justify that invasion in any way other than the fact that the fact that NATO was not prepared to listen to Russian concerns of their security, of advancing the NATO boundaries to Russian territory. That was the only request. And as, the, as luck would have it, the odds of... Ukraine becoming a NATO member are not that high other than the emotional content of that. So it is only to nudge Russia into taking a desperate effort. And that has brought together the unitedness of all in NATO here. What we are seeing here, Sanjay Ji, is a very dangerous thing. We are seeing an era of sanctions come in. Just yesterday, China sanctioned Raytheon for Taiwan upgrading its air defense systems. 
So who is going to impose sanction on whom? It's a it's a very interesting play, and uh, you know Russia. Yes, well, you know, let, let's concentrate on Ukraine hmm. because Ukraine is also central to the establishment hounding Donald Trump. Because we remember Donald Trump was very eager to normalize relations with Russia because yes. he was very clear that the main adversary is China. But then uh, they got Ukraine into it. Then they got something from Ukraine to blackmail Trump. And uh, then they got something uh, from uh, this guy, this comedian, Zelensky. And they found something to blackmail him. And then put they put all this together. And uh, they maintained, they managed to nudge or persuade or coerce Trump into maintaining his stance against Russia, against his... Right. Better sense. We all uh, we have all been saying what's wrong with the U.S. establishment. For God's sake, the adversary is China. So if you want to take on China, you have to have Russia on your side. You can't fight them together. And here they are, the wonderful strategic uh, compass uh, that they have. They have not only put Russia and China together; they have probably pushed India also towards them. Right. Because it is clear, Sanjayji, that uh, you know what is happening is that it is the West's desire to dominate the geopolitics of the world. It is all about power. It's all about control. Europe is no longer the market for the world. It is India and China. Russia was becoming a problem. You have to control, and their policy is very different, one at a time. <clears throat> so when they dropped, when they broke up, United USSR, you know. The next was China and India. This game will play out. It is basically a geopolitical power game in which you are using instruments. So now you know that all the, you know, the, the number of companies that have stopped doing business with Russia, you are looking at annihilating Russia through the sanction mechanism without fighting, firing a bullet. So you, you have a very dangerous scenario. This can play out against China. This can play out against India tomorrow if you want to do that. And India needs to worry about it. India definitely needs to worry about it because through Ukraine, you're choosing a, virtually a country that has not seceded with Russia, which, which in declared independence in 1991, but it was part of the Russian cultural uh, lifestyle. They are basically same people, Punjabis of Pakistan and Punjabis of this one. They all speak Punjabi, regardless of your religion. And, and of the same religion and the same church. Same church. Uh, they, they both belong to the Russian Orthodox Church. Absolutely. They, Absolutely. Uh, Ukraine, Russia and Belarusia. Right. These are the only three countries in uh, among those uh, old 15 Soviet republics who are all with the uh, Russian Orthodox Church. Right. So they have chosen a country so like... So you, you think that uh, Russia has uh, upstaged this uh, whole game that they had been playing one at a time. And the Russia said, no, thus far, no further. Here you take it. And now uh, if you so much as pat your eyelid, you will have a, a nuclear strike. You'll have a third world war upon you. And here we see these people cowering and running away with their, their tail between their legs. And uh, sitting here in Washington and in London uh, and saying that, hey, uh, we, we, we can't possibly come to your assistance uh, with any boots on the ground. 
but hey you, you can always take some of these uh, uh, lollipops you can have some missiles and you can have some javelins and you can have some stingers and things and uh, of course we have no means of uh, reaching it to you because your airspace is closed and zelensky says oh, why don't you declare a no fly zone and so the hey we we don't want to enforce the no fly zone you know we'll come into direct confrontation with the russian so hey they are challenging you directly anyway so why don't you take up the confrontation and no 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 we are such a seize you know we, we don't want to be cancelled by russia you know it's uh, our prerogative to cancel others we don't want to be cancelled by russia you know russia will cancel us permanently i mean what is what are these people talking they took ukraine down the garden path i think who said something down the primrose path that was beautifully put and they took ukraine down the primrose path and they just <laughs> left them there for coal in in the coal and they are getting killed and uh, they are getting and, and yet at the same time no 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 you must defend democracy i mean come on give me a better joke zelensky a democrat what about hunter hunter biden and you, and zelensky you, you have, together you, you are saying absolutely straight up on this matter and you know you we know that it was president vice president biden who was giving lectures to ukrainians about corrupt practices and saying that you will not get your billion dollars until you fire your uh, you know attorney or whatever that was concerned dealing with hunter's case think about it like this so there is something going on there that too is not visible to naked eye but things will emerge and ukraine did play a role with a promise to get you into nato at some point in time but it is very important also to bear in mind you know like is that democratic aspiration is a very tricky word you have your own democratic aspiration i have my democratic aspiration and they can be very different so the question is who chooses whose democratic aspiration as valid and whose democratic aspiration as invalid or wrong that's the that's the interesting element that one has to work on because just as atithi devo bhava but not all atithis are devos right so we have to make a distinction between which atithi is dev and which is not then only we can deal with people who are coming to our doors so ukraine is one of those volleyball items here used to snipe at biden at putin because you remember one thing in a boxing match say for example if i was to fight you used to snipe initially at, at trump yes so you you if i'm if i am vibhutija and i'm fighting with a you know sony liston or mohammad ali my goal is only one i know they will make a pulp out of me with one knock my goal is only one somewhere along the line i land a punch which cuts over the ear eyes or makes a bleed through the nose that will be the news item so today a zelensky who palestinians are supporting russia because they know zelensky is a jew so you have a, a very bizarre scenario of one supporting the other for god knows what reason iran says it is a mafia is american mafia that is the cause of all the battle that is going on in ukraine so you have varieties of play going on the night th- right the interesting part is today because of technology we know things instantly and we are able to come to uh, what you call a point of view which is important in all these kind of things that are happening ukraine is a player 
that has been promised all kinds of things. And there are a significant number of Ukrainians who are my friends in the US here. Uh, some are business partners. And they are saying that Russia is doing this, Russia is doing that, which is correct. But nobody is talking about Russia's security needs. Is it valid? Is it justified or not? That issue is not in discussion. This is what the whole scenario is all about. Ukraine has been used to spite Russia, Putin. Yesterday, actually, think about it, the Western media particularly. They even talked about his mental stability. <laughs> and that's the story went along. Oh, is Putin the same person that we knew about it? Then there was a thing, one, one Republican governor made a statement yesterday. Oh, Putin has to go. There has to be a regime change in Russia. So oh, you can see. that's what they keep trying all the time. No? Regime exactly. change. They have that God's right to change regimes at will wherever they want. In fact, Correct. they have been trying to change Modi for last eight years. Exactly. But but that's, trust that's me on one thing. The West will come, this particular model of sanctions and things like that will come to India come 2024. Because there are already plays happening. And that's what we need to be worried about as well. <clears throat> that this caravan or this platoon of evil is coming to destabilize India because they can't handle the truth that a strong man is leading the country. Good, bad or ugly, support him or don't support him. But you can't deny the fact that this man has somewhere along the line stood up and you know he's counting his own beads. He's not letting anybody else count the beads. So the point here is very simple. That we have to be concerned about it because in, in, a few days ago, they had a seminar here in which many illustrious names were there who talked about India on the brink. It is a website for indiaonthebrink.com in which they talked about the likelihood of a genocide happening in India because somebody made a statement of that effect or not true or whatever. The statement was attributed that Muslims must be killed. So, that is the issue that one has to be very careful about and, uh, you know, how you deal with it. You know, it's, it, it, that's very important here. So, West, without fighting a bullet, they are making Ukraine a playground, just as Poland became uh, a scenario there. France surrendered. Ukraine is the playground on which they are trying to, you know, censure, size up a small... Putin back to size. And but it's not happening. It's, in fact, what is happening is, I'll, I'll give you a better description of this, uh, uh, what you're calling a playground. I think Ukraine has this great urge, like the Pakistanis, to play the concubine. <laughs> I don't want to use that word. I'm sitting in New York. Somebody will sue me for that. <laughs> Somebody will cancel you. <laughs> Somebody will cancel me. <laughs> You're afraid of being cancelled, but Putin is not afraid no, of being cancelled. I'm not canceled. afraid of being cancelled. And, 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 and that is why I'm enjoying that side. Anybody who is not afraid of uh, being cancelled uh, can beat the hell out of these Yankees. Yes. Even you are a Yankee, uh, I guess. I'm a Yankee. I'm sitting in New York. I'm a pure Yankee. I'm a baseball Yankee fan. The only reason why I'm a New York Yankee fan because they are against the Red Sox of Boston. That's simple as that. <laughs> Otherwise, cricket is far more interesting to watch than the than the baseball game as such. But it, something that we need to put in mind very clearly is that, you know, in this scenario, 
Europe is looking, trying to, you know, trying to look strong. Europe has lost its moorings and bearings. They are a European Union thoroughly divided. That's the important part. And they, they, they needed something to unite themselves. And they needed some external factors. I mean, first-rate idiots who have been played by the guys like Biden and Kamala Harris. Anybody who can be played by Biden and Kamala Harris, I, mean, I, I pity their IQ, really. No, but the European... But you you know, say that even Biden and Kamala Harris are being played by somebody else? Uh, the, the establishment is something that we know about, but Biden and Kamala Harris are tools. Think about it from this, but they need American money. Just as Europe would not have won the Second World War if the United States had not got in, right? We know that. If the United States hadn't got in with its might in the Second World War, the, we would perhaps all be speaking German, you know, <laughs> for all that, you know. And so. Gandhi won't be existing because Gandhi would have been turned upside down by, by Germans, you know. Like, <laughs> I think that would have been good for us. Then Netaji Subhash Bose would have come and think that would have been much better. Right. Than having this uh, this idiotic Nehru dynasty with us. Correct. 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 That's very true. That's very true. So let's discuss the war scenario as it is happening. And I'm also amused by the fact that these people, they try to fight the war, the Ukrainians and the West, more on Instagram and Facebook and other social media than in the field. And they were trying to fake the same kind of things that uh, keeps uh, happening all the time in the virtual world. And here, uh, Russians were just zooming in and they've already taken about 25% uh, uh, of uh, Ukraine. And uh, they've landed their paratroopers at Kharkiv, which is uh, their second largest city. And they've encircled Kiev, uh, of course, uh, um, the Iranian city, uh, as you know, the Iranian capital right. uh, of Kiev, <laughs> according to Sleepy Joe. And they have cut off uh, the access to Sea of Azov for uh, uh, for the Ukrainians, and uh, even the Black Sea access is uh, practically cut off. So they are actually under siege from at least three sides. Only that western side, uh, with the, that border to Romania, Slovakia, Hungary, and Poland, that is still open. So how long do you think that they are going to hold on? It, it, it will, holding on by, Ukraine can't hold on by itself, unless and until the West is able to cripple Russian movements through... No, but they're not doing it, no. They are not they, doing they, it. They, have, they, have they, they declined. They, they yeah. said that we are not imposing a no-fly zone because... Right. <laughs> they're not imposing no-fly zone and America, interestingly enough, has not changed its energy policy vis-a-vis -vis Russia. Yes, they're buying their uh, oil. Yeah, not only that, they cancel their own the oil and gas, oil, oil, oil thing, and they are depending upon Russia to supply all the oils for, for this part of the world. This is this is a very interesting play going on. It is very difficult to predict, but the, some of the things, the outcomes that we are seeing here, <clears throat> this this particular thing is not happening to benefit Russia. Russia would be making a big mistake if after its Afghan experience and U.S. experience in uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, 
if it chooses to occupy uh, Ukraine, because Ukraine has a population of 40 million people. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to get into a street battle. You don't want to get into an insurgency situation. So the point here is very important that the extent of damage, why are they moving such huge army? If you do not have the intention to occupy, do you become a sitting duck? Now, there was a story, everybody knows, we have seen it here, that a 40-mile caravan of trucks and all these kind of stuff were driving towards Kiev. And somebody said that they can be easy target for an air bombing. And the response was that, no, they can't. They can't. That will be a direct war with Russia. So that's why it is a very tricky gameplay going on. I don't think Russia would commit the mistake of occupying uh, Ukraine unless Putin wants to go back to pre-1940, pre-1991 scenario and annex. I think it doesn't have to occupy directly also. no. He can bring Isn't Yanukovych back, back yes. and uh, yes. Yanukovych will do the job for him. And another thing is that the Afghanistan uh, comparison uh, probably needs to be nuanced because uh, you must realize that uh, these people are the same Slavic stock, the right. Ukrainians. Yes. And uh, if you go back to history, the what they call Rus, as it is called uh, yeah. in, in, in the Russian language, and as it is written in that uh, uh, Cyrillic script, uh, that Rus original is what is called Kievan Rus. That is the right. first Russian kingdom that ever got formed. And that is why Putin said that uh, culturally it is our part. In fact, our Russian culture began in Kiev. So how can Kiev be separate from uh, Russia? So uh, that I think there was an interesting thread which I tweeted by Pankaj Saxena, my friend, and uh, if you get an occasion, please do go through that uh, thread. And uh, even if he does choose to occupy Ukraine, it won't be that uh, difficult because the, the people are of the same stock. And my hunch is that much of what is being uh, pumped up by the British, uh, sorry, by the Western propaganda machine, is just that, propaganda. That's very true, because what, what is the news that we get to hear about the entire theater? Is BBC? Is Fox? Is CNN? And some of the agencies that are talking about are all agencies that is Western media. Do we get to know what is happening from other sources? <coughs> they call it propaganda and they stop it. Because there was a video that went out where Putin was addressing a large number of people, press conference, in which he said, I'm not at the border of America, Mexico border, trying to threaten America. Why are you threatening me by coming to my border? Right? He also said that United States annexed Texas. United States has annexed so many territories and become United States of America. I'm not annexing anything. I'm only reclaiming what was mine. <laughs> so <laughs> but then that doesn't get coverage. That doesn't get coverage. Not only that, he said that uh, I haven't gone to the U.S. border. The U.S. has come to my border. Correct. So it's their problem, not mine. And then the and, meta and, and others and, threaten to blockade that entire propaganda, Russian propaganda. They call it. They even the RT and other agencies. They can't. You can't. My hunch it. is, you know what? This whole uh, that uh, this so-called uh, rules-based order 
has been torn asunder by Putin. And by doing that, Putin has done all of us, especially us Indians, a great service. And therefore, I am amused at people like Arnab Goswami who are jumping up and down talking human rights and things and uh, ignoring the complete, uh, what is called the strategic play that is going on in the world. It's just missing the woods for the trees. There is one thing happening here. The, the control of the Western media and institutions. I have said this before. And I will say this, the West has been absolutely outstanding in creating institutions through which they control the narrative and the issue. So think about it for a moment. Think about it for a moment like this. The media is one, right? The other one is World Bank, IMF. Every, every developing country needs money from World Bank, IMF. They created the institutional framework. You have Olympics. You have World Cup of hockey, cricket. You know, everything is controlled by the Western thing, other than cricket, where you can say that India has the largest chunk of presence there. But you look at from this point of view, Nobel Peace Prize, Nobel Prizes, you have Oscar, you have Emmy, you have Pulitzer. What has happened is that the globally, everybody wants to have Western endorsement, approval, and acceptance. And we all try. So any author wins a Pulitzer, we say, oh, Pulitzer Prize winner author. We don't even read it. So these, these institutional frameworks that have been created is basically to control the rest of the world. IMF, World Bank is that kind of scenario. You run out of money, you come to IMF, they impose the conditions. And that's what is being challenged. But you were right about that, that Putin and China are challenging that hegemony of the West through the size. But China has already said that we are not stopping our dealings with Russia at all. No banking will go away. So what will happen? Somebody will send money to China and that China will send the money to Russia. So you, exactly. you, have, to, you have to think about it. China has assured Russia that we will take care of all your manufacturing needs and supplies. India and Russia already deal in ruby, rupee and ruble. Iran is also dealing. So you are looking at a very interesting play in the dollar mon monopoly, dollar denominated transactions will also get affected because people will say, I will accept your currency. Here comes Bitcoin. <laughs> Think about Bitcoin. it. And here comes, you remember, we have had a very long-standing, uh, what is called a rupee trade yes. between India and uh, Russia. Yes. And that can get revived. India has its own uh, uh, UPI system now. Right. At least for a, a lot of transaction, it doesn't have to depend on SWIFT and it can be upgraded for international transactions. Correct. And um, it is uh, the right time for India to think like China and uh, use or rather look at all these multinationals, including all Twitter, Facebook, even the one that we are talking on, and uh, uh, all these as. Uh, instruments that can be weaponized as they are doing it with the, the Russians. Right. And uh, well, India has again abstained in the United Nations General yes. Assembly. And I have a huge respect for uh, Prime Minister Modi as far as this is concerned. 
he has put india's interest at the top and for once uh, i am happy that he is not seeking the approval of the west that's right it was long long overdue not to seek approval and you know this is very important india has to recognize and act that's very important that we are a country that are is the most important very important we are the mip vip kind of a country we are not in the era of 20 years ago we are now in a different era and there are certain things where india must pull its punches as the saying goes you have to pull your punches if you do not pull your punches now when else and that's what the rest of the world is concerned about the western world is concerned about that if science and technology driven india and china and other countries rise up they have their hegemony is threatened that is true because all said and done all said and done it is extremely critical to know that you know nato oic and others are quasi military institutions joined together where is sark what is asean where are china sponsored groups none of them are working so there needs to be an asian nato kind of a thing that you come to our territory and do something and we will, and the west is not letting it happen because they pull their own colonial mindset powers this is what is important to remember is that we have to understand that we are a very important country we are a very proud country and we have to assert ourselves to claim our legitimate legitimacy to be counted why are we going around oic to be an invitee country in their events now let them invite us we are important why is why are we trying to be part of something when people don't want you to be part of that let's not go there but let's create a structure and that for that we have to begin to think differently and we have to think about our our needs what do i want do i want twitter to or, or meta to ban a shiv stuti being sung because they don't understand what the hell is that all about we we need to take the action, sanction part very seriously we have to impose sanctions on countries that are inimical to us that they want to hurt us we have to take that stand and if we don't take that stand then you take taken get taken for granted that's the important part is that we have to recognize the social media the whatever it is i mean for all the things that twitter india and facebook does and bans and doesn't ban i mean let the government of india since the government of india is the action part put a seven day ban let's see what happens no sky is going to fall we will continue to do things will happen just as ever but the western control of institutions of defining things that needs to change we don't need hollywood approval to know that our music is good or not that's what i'm trying to say <clears throat> although hollywood by the way uses our storyline to write a script and make a movie so i gave that example to an american friend of mine when he asked me why do you have so many gods i said have you seen the movie avengers the end game you had extremely talented people extremely skilled people come together to defeat thanos the evil think about it from that point of view that's what our gods are all about our gods our temples are like hospitals if you have a heart problem you don't go to the cardiac you don't go to the neurosurgeon to fix your heart problem you go to the concerned person who fixes that problem of yours that's what our temples are i go to do worship of ganesh ji mahalakshmi shiv ji 
venkateshwar doesn't come with a bala to kill me ki tum mere paas nahi aaye we have to begin to demolish certain structures or stereotypes that exists about us and okay, i have some breaking news yeah breaking news i have the details of the united nations general assembly vote that uh, uh, actually calls upon the ussr to withdraw its invasion in favor 141 against 5 abstentions 35 abstentions 35 okay and india and china and south africa and pakistan also have abstained so shall we say we are in bad company or pakistan is in a good company <laughs> <laughs> bangladesh has abstained right bangladesh has abstained as well as sri lanka so <laughs> i think a lot of people under uh, <clears throat> india's influence seem to have abstained right sark counted sark is united for once <laughs> <laughs> for once india and pakistan voting on the same side same, same issue but to give credit to prime minister modi you know like he did ask both the countries to stop the war and get to the peace talks you know like oh, india india's uh, <clears throat> position is absolutely correct they he in, in india has uh, china on its borders and um, uh, india cannot afford to have a russia china link up against itself us uh, 70% of our weaponry is russian origin right it will become unserviceable if we take a panga with russia so i think uh, let's end uh, at this note and take the questions sure 